How's it going, Sha? Okay, look, we don't have time. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Let's get right to it. We know how we doing, okay? Yeah, we're we got to talk. Fine. We got to talk. Ain't, ain't <laughs> shit changed. We're doing great. Um, this might be the first episode where we only talk about one thing, Sha. It might be, but I, I just want to, I want to be thorough. Let's do it. I wanna, okay. I want to get all of it out as much as possible so that I never have to think about it again. <laughs> um, so uh, I think um, our listeners know already what we're about to talk about. Because uh, yep. I, I saw some of them on Twitter just like, y'all going to talk about this, right? <laughs> oh, boy, are we. We really are. I actually got like a, a, a DM from somebody saying, do I need to send you this article? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they know what's up. Mm-hmm. They know what's up. They- yeah, we were, of course, talking about the infamous smack that took place live on TV. Mm-hmm. Will rock, which tons of spectators, tons, tons of spectators. That's a very sweet way of putting uh, <laughs> millions of people around the world. Uh, also, that you said smack versus slap versus punch. Um, we're going to get into that as well. I am writing this down. I'm right. I'm taking notes. I sent Gastor a picture of the notes that I took like off the dome of how I need to structure this so that I make sure I hit (laughs) important parts of it because it's so much. I got it. It's nuanced. It's extremely nuanced. There's so many ways and I don't even know if we even should be talking about it. I mean, it's fairly just like, (laughs) I mean, you know, but once I'm going to break these down and I'm going to set these scenarios up for you. And then I want to get what you think about all of the, the way that I brought, I broke this down, Gastor. Let's do this. So <laughs> I, um, and I may, we should post a picture of my notes. Um, yes. I'm a hundred percent down for yeah, that. <laughs> so that people see that what I wrote down in like seven minutes time of how I think maybe we should talk about this. It's insane. <laughs> It's insane. Um, so let's start with, did you watch the Oscars at all, Gastor? I did not. I uh, I was watching NCIS reruns with my wife. <laughs> and What's I just started getting, I was a uh, main city. Um, Gibbs is still in charge, but almost the whole original team is gone. So it's like all the extras, like, uh, like Fez is there from the 70s show. Um, really? That's what he's doing yeah. now? Yo, he was, I don't even know if he's still doing it now, but that's how far into the show I am. Like he's a he's a main cast member on the show. Wow. Um uh what's her name? Uh the Jennifer Esposito just left. Jennifer Esposito was, was on the show? Okay, see. Exactly. Right. It's crazy. It's a whole bunch of people I never heard of before. Every time I leave me, my me and my daughter made the same observation. My wife binge watches uh, random shows so she's on ncis trip right now mm-hmm. and every time we come back to like spend quality time with her it's always christmas on ncis <laughs> so <laughs> so time is passing in her world but yeah we was watching that and then i started getting mad texts like yo we'll we'll through them hands and you know yo rock rock got a strong jaw it's crazy i was getting all of that 
for like five minutes. I just finally had to see what's up. Oh my god, that's wild. Um, yeah. First of all, thank you for the NCIS uh, update because I am building a joke right now about those types of shows. Um, <laughs> Glad I got so <laughs> to know that it's it's always Christmas on on the OG NCIS. <laughs> hilarious! It's so funny. Um, okay, I was doing a show um, in Brooklyn, and uh, it was hosted. Um, by uh, Shaq Stanley, who, uh, you know, one of our brethren. Um, Yes, yes. And uh, he took a break from stand-up, but he's kind of back at it. He's been writing on shows and whatnot. And uh, he asked me to do the show, and it was a wild, long show. (laughs) And I went up towards the end, and I was just like, oh, these people are moving like they don't know the Oscars are on. You know, like I'm trying to see the Oscars. I thought I was going to run out, do this little piddly show and then take it back to the house. I've been here for two hours. This makes no (laughs) fucking sense. Um, But I, for the first time, had the foresight to record him because uh, the way that I watch live television is through a login to a Dish TV network that belongs to my roommate's mother in mobile alabama (laughs) so if you think that there's a lag in your (laughs) in your stuff imagine trying to get the satellite stuff that's being sent to Mobile, Alabama, and then it's got to make a right turn or something and make its way back up to Brooklyn. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, but that means that we could record, somehow we can record on okay. either whatever their, their, you know, their cloud is. I don't think it's a DVR. I think it's just their cloud. And so I was like, do you think um, – I could do that. And my roommate's like, yeah. I was like, you push the button that way. If your mother is like, who the fuck is recording? You can say I did it, mom. And she's like, okay. (laughs) You know, but it was, you know, it was the Oscar. I'm like, yeah, who knows the Oscars? So I um, recorded it and then I left for the show and the show lasted forever and I didn't do a good job. And I was just like, whatever. Um, So I finished my set. The next person goes up. I grab my things. I call a lift and I am putting my coat on and I'm looking at my phone, immediately open up Twitter to see what's happening. And it's like a minute or two after it happened. And I'm just mm-hmm. seeing a whole bunch of texts like, whoa, just all <laughs> down my screen. I'm like, what happened? And I keep scrolling and I'm like, what happened? I can't get a sense. And then someone had the feed from... Japan. Someone had the Japanese feed. Now the Japanese feed, uncensored, they didn't block it out because live they they turned it off, they turned the feed off and then turned it back on. And then Which is crazy by the way, because they like blur out penises still on porn. I didn't think they'd be the ones to be like, yo, let it run. Oh yeah, no, no. Hey, it's not their culture. (laughs) They didn't make it. (laughs) This is America. Show, show how messy America is. So they don't got no tentacle Grammys, mm-hmm. you know. So nah. yeah, exactly. This ain't hentai. This is America's problem, and Australia too. They also had the 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 um yeah. sullied feed, the original, the OG dirty feed. Um, so people posted that immediately on Twitter, and I was like, I don't what, huh? 
but watching getting to watch that whole thing uncensored first time is really the way to go because <laughs> there was yeah. no doubt in my mind i was like oh that's not i never even thought it was staged um which we'll get to in a minute and so then my lift comes and i'm looking in the i'm looking at twitter and i'm just like oh my god and then i flash back to when there was the mishap with la la land and moonlight and they right, gave right. it to La La Land. It was supposed to go to Moonlight, and then they had to. And I remember being in the doing a podcast, being in the back of a lift, finding that shit out on Twitter too. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yo, I'm nowhere without Twitter. I don't know. I can't. I can never <laughs> leave that stupid bird site because look at all of this breaking news I'm getting. You might be the curse, though. Like every time you perform on Oscar night, crazy shit goes down, Sha. I'm not the curse. Um, it's possible Beyonce is the curse, but we'll get into that later, too. Let me write that down. The Beyonce curse. Beyonce award, sh- award show curse. Because um, she's been at a few of them. Uh, so, um, so, as we should all know, everybody, um, basic, the easy synopsis is just uh, Chris Rock came out to present the award for best documentary. He right. went into his jokes, um, you know, pretty early on. He told a, a little, a little joke while acknowledging Jada Pinkett Smith in the audience. Told a little joke. Will it look like from the footage is laughing? Um, but then I guess he gets mad. He walks mm-hmm. very calmly onto the stage. Uh, gives him the most a theatrical slap um, <laughs> and then walks back to his seat. Uh, Chris Rock then says, yo, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Yep, yep. Will Smith says, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And um, Chris Rock goes, it was a G.I. Jane joke, dude. And <laughs> And Will says it again, very angrily, very loud, yells at him, keeps my keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. Chris Rock goes, I will. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Chris then attempts to go into the rest of the intro, stumbles a bit because he has just been slapped. Um, <laughs> and of course, the intro has a bit. So he's trying to go into this bit. He uh, gives the award away to Questlove, which is getting lost in all of this. Questlove mm-hmm. won an Academy Award for directing Summer of Soul, which, by the way, y'all should all watch. It's on Hulu. And, um, Amen. And then uh, that happened later on in the show, not even an hour later. Will Smith <laughs> wins Best Actor for his role of Richard Williams in the movie King Richard about the father of... Uh, Venus and Serena Williams. And then right. he goes up to give an acceptance speech. That is a mess. <laughs> and that is what happened. So that's basically what happened. Um, that was the night. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife, Jada. Word up. This is madness. This is madness. I, yo. No. It, when it instantly happened. Mm-hmm. So. 
I saw the other, the regular, the American footage first. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say regular. That's fucked up. It's too Americanized thinking. Yeah, the regular that's true. footage. We're so sorry, okay? everyone. We're trying yeah, to correct ourselves. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm learning. I'm. I'm growing as a person. Like so, Like Will said at the end of his <laughs> apology, I'm a work in progress. So a work in progress. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm a work in progress. Okay. So yeah. Uh, I saw the American footage first, and me and my wife had the debate of if it was real. Mm-hmm. And then I found the Twitter footage of the Japan version. Instantly knew it was it was real. Mm-hmm. I was like, I see, because I've been attacked on stage. I know what that 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 surprise look is. Okay, uh, put oh, a pin in that because we're going to discuss being what this, <laughs> how this feels as a person. Yeah, how does it feel? How this feels as a black person? How this feels as a comic? Like, Yo, and that's, that's what I was saying. Like, I was when it goes down. Like, I had so many like <laughs> different versions of like, oh, I could kind of see all of these, all of the sides. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in my house, like, we instantly were like, and I feel like our instinct was the was the right decision that should have been made. Everything else I've thought of since is a layered thing, but my general instinct right away was, uh. Chris handled it correctly. Mm-hmm. Will got emotional, had every right to be mad if he felt that way, mm-hmm. but should have talked about it afterward mm-hmm. instead of there. And if it was genuine, like, because I, I could think like as a dude telling another dude, yo, if you say something about my wife again, I'm going to slap the shit out you. Right. And that could have been four years ago. I'm gonna still hold to that, right? But <laughs> being real, that I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I don't got slap you energy. I will definitely hit you. Um, but I know when the right time is. I would have done it after the show. And then if he did it during the show, like he did here, mm-hmm. I feel like the right thing to have happened was the academy saying, "Yo, uh, you can't sit here." Okay. I don't. I, I. You know what I mean? Like I think that's the extent of it. Like. I'm not into this extreme of like he needs to get arrested for assault. It's just a slap. It was right. a, it was three fingers, mm-hmm. you know. Realistically, aggressive three fingers, but Very three aggressive. fingers. Yes, you know, um, between two men that know each other, mm-hmm. um, probably had a talk of this nature before. I don't think this was out the blue. Mm. Um, I think the the this wasn't as serious as he took it and. As Jada took it, I think it was surface level. Like, I really think Chris made a joke because she was, she looked like G.I. Jane. That's it. I didn't think he was making a a joke about her condition Mm -hmm. or any of those things. I just thought that was what he saw. He made a a reference to a movie who, uh, being frank, physically a lot of women aspire to. So I, I, I thought like, in a lot of ways, it was like a weird compliment almost. Right. Um, it was just a drastic change from the look he associates as Jada. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the joke. But I, I could see, like, based on, like, the prior award show, Will telling Chris, yo, don't don't talk about my, my wife like that again. Mm-hmm. And holding to that now. But that could have been handled after. You could still slap the shit out the dude backstage. Right. And it would have made just as much of an impact on Chris, I promise. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what I thought should have happened. And then because it happened, I thought the Oscars should have been like, yo, you, you can't sit here right now just to, like, Avoid you continuing to curse and yell mid-ceremony. Mm-hmm. We can't trust that you're going to behave. Um, still give him his award and just be like, yo, because uh, such and such happened, uh, he can't accept his award currently. We'll accept it on his behalf. And let him do a Zoom speech for the after parties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been punishment enough. 
Um, but instead, all of this just happened. That okay. was my gut instinct. Right. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, I could see why this happened or this happened. But I still feel like that's the right call. Okay. All right. Great. That's a fantastic. Now that I know where you sit. So here's what we're going to do. Let's do this. All right. So <laughs> I have the points that were brought up. I've spent <laughs> the past, I mean, from the night, from when it happened, when I got home, uh, I, I walked in my house just yelling, yo, and my roommate came out like, yes, <laughs> you rang. And I'm like, what the, I got, I, I had gotten a text from my sister. So I called her immediately. She was yo. like, hello. And I just said, yo, she was like, bitch. Like that was just, it was just yo and bitch for about five minutes. Yeah. Let's acknowledge that first. Right. Mm-hmm. At the very least, yeah. this slap brought people together. Brought them back together. Yo, Whoever. family reunions took place. I spoke with my mom for the first time in a week. <laughs> Look, you know, whoever this you is beautiful. spoke to, I saw someone tweet because I saw all of the tweets. I was up. Oh, I haven't slept in two days, two, three days <laughs> reading about this shit. Uh, I saw a tweet where someone was like, whoever you spoke to first after the slap is who is in your inner circle. That's your emergency contact. Those are your people. Yo. You will always fuck with them. So the only people I even spoke with was my roommate, uh, my sister, and then a friend of the show, Courtney Farrington. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And Amen. Those are literally people listed in my will. So, <laughs> so like, it was so it was so much. So my sister and I chopped it up for an hour trying to figure out what's happening um, and what this means in general. And then I was like, well, look, I have to go. Um, I was like, also, how are you doing, sis? Are you okay? Because we hadn't actually. She's like, I'm fine. How are you? I'm like, I'm fine. All right, great, great, great. And I was like, I have to go because black Twitter is running on without me. And I need to catch up. I need to see what has been said because I wasn't there in the moment. So I got a lot of Twitter reading to do. Uh, And I was up for like two, three hours just scrolling. Um, just letting it all sink in. And then, um, and then I felt okay to make a joke. Uh, I made like a couple of jokes. Um, not that I feel odd making a joke. It's just like in the moment, how do you phrase, how do you frame the joke when it's been a few hours and everybody's saying like the same basic three jokes? How is yours yeah. going to be different? So it was a real lesson in joke writing. Um, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, first time in a while, I deleted some tweets. I was like, ah, that 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 ain't that up was, the That's part. not it. That ain't good. No, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, I uh, I went into my office the following day and was just like, who's going to be the first one to say something? And the person who was the first one to say something to me was the first person I acknowledged in the office, exactly who I thought it would be. He made some joke that was just like, yeah, you know, just like, uh, I'm like, has he been sitting on that for like three hours, just waiting for someone to come in the office so he could (laughs) trot that out. Um, but yeah, you know, and then it, it, it was fine. But then I spent all day at work on Twitter, still reading stuff. So, um, so for the past two, so two, three days, I've been reading, assessing some of the takes um and i have them written under each of the party's names as well as other takes that uh surfaced so okay. um 
So I have under Will, I have a few things. Under Jada, I've got a few things. Rock, a few things. So let's start with Will because he seems to be uh, the the biggest player in this tale. (laughs) Um, One view is that he was uh, very emotional and very stressed out. So he's coming to this Oscars with a pretty good chance of winning. And he's wanted okay. to win for years. Wanted to. He's wanted to be taken serious as an actor. <coughs> Pardon me. And so, deservedly so. Yeah, and he's been nominated twice before: once for Ali, and once for the Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. This time, it looks like it's going to take. So that is a stress if you've been like really trying to, you know. Um, Really trying to win, really trying to play that game, really trying to get the kind of roles that you think will help you win. Um, and you've been you've been playing the Hollywood game for a long time, and it looks like you're finally going to get the, you know, you're going to get the brass ring. And um, so that is a stress of its own because, you know, there's a whole Oscar campaign. So for like a month or two after they start, after probably like two months, a few weeks before they name the nominees. And then afterwards you go on a whole charm offensive. You're going on shows. You're promoting that it was nominated, you know, this movie that you're in, you're still trying to be sheepish. Like it's an honor to be nominated, but you're on every late night couch possible to just remind people that you are there and you did this movie and you should be, um, you should win. Um, people who can't vote by the way, but some people who can, um so that's a stress that's an emotional situation that's a stressed out situation um so there's that so emotional stress some sort of break that could be why um the one that uh is really holding weight um is that he was defending his wife in the moment that um which goes with like the laughing first and then getting mad he laughed because that's what he has to do in order to play this Hollywood game in the same way that Venus and Serena had to have a, a awkward kind of laugh after what James Campion did. Okay. Right? You know, you know, the camera's on you and you, ha 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 ha. If anyone looks, people are harping on the fact that he laughed first and then yeah. got mad. But if you look at him at the laughter, the laughter is not in his eyes. The laughter is only in his mouth. He's oh, not okay. joyous. He's not. <laughs> you know how you laugh and your eyes squinch up a little? Right, laughing? right. His eyes are just normal. But he's just ha 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 ha. So <laughs> he's not. He's not happy. He's not. Right, right. Happy. There's that. But. Also going on with him laughing in the footage is Jada rolling her eyes and not being thrilled with this joke. Right. Um, And so the talk is he saw that and then he got mad and then he walked up on the stage to punch him. So there was that's the weird laughing thing. And then he got mad. He was mad because he's defending his wife um, in the moment, you know, of here's this joke that you made about my wife. Don't talk about my wife like that. Don't bring her into this. She has nothing to do with this, blah, 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 blah. That's one way of looking at it. The other way um, is that this is a, a grudge that's been happening. That's been felt since, or at least held since 2016. 
because that is when Chris Rock hosted the Oscars during a time where there was calls for a boycott of right. the Oscars by black people and by people, uh, black people, Latina, um, uh, Asian, because Oscars were Oscars right, so white. Yeah. Oscar so white era, yeah. Yeah, so that was, and at that time, um, Will wasn't nominated for something. I think the concussion movie, the movie about a football player. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he wasn't was a doctor nominated in that. for yeah. that. And, you know, like I said, he'd been trying to win. He's picking these movies that he thinks will be a shot at him winning. This one, unfortunately, that one did not work out. Jade is upset. And Oscars are just looking white in general, super white. So she's like, hey, maybe we just don't go. How about we just don't go? Bomb. And um, so she's saying that. So that boycott is talked about. People don't go. But Chris Rock, they get Chris Rock to host because he's hosted before. And also, um, you know, it's a he's, check. He's a good host. He's yeah. A good host, whatever. So he goes and he um, he makes a joke uh, about about Jada not being there and about calling right. for the boycott. So, and it's not good joke. I actually liked the joke. Really? I thought it was, and that's great that you liked it because I didn't. And we'll discuss possibly why we did, why okay. we have different views. But I remember at the time I was just like, ew. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so those are, those are other things. Also, um, let's talk about, <laughs> This wasn't a deep end thing, but this was like a a thread on Twitter that really captured my attention, captured my imagination. Okay. <laughs> Scientology. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into Scientology. <laughs> Yo, Shy, you setting up a lot of tables here for me. Okay. Look here, bro. Look at this list. Look at this list. <laughs> we got we gotta dive into some of these. <laughs> So I was like, all right, I gotta see what you going with these will things. We get a Scientology, yo. <laughs> so, all right, actually, that's fair. Before I'm a table Scientology for now. What do you think of the things that I've just said about the grudge and uh, all of that all stuff? Right. So, I, uh, in terms of defending his wife, I get that as a dude. I, uh, I, I have 100 felt the urge to like chin check somebody mm-hmm. if they've. Uh, offended not just my wife but any of the women in my family in general um and i i but i've changed as uh i gotten older and as those women have gotten older and as my opinion has changed as i've gotten older so admittedly i'm saying this fully acknowledging that i'm not perfect and i don't always handle it the right way Mm -hmm. but my instinct when I was like from 14 to like 23, 24 was, yo, you disrespect any woman in my life. I'm going to knock you out. Right. Then it changed to I'm going to talk to you mm-hmm. um, about like apologizing. And I usually got my way with that. Mm-hmm. And then I would say around like sometime around like 27, 28, I realized that. I need to I need to be willing to do that, but I need to leave room for them to do that first. Mm, okay. And that's something that like shifted. So like um my mom is the one that like actually showed me this. So I uh I sent my, my I was uh I was picking up my mom and and I was picking up my kids with my mom and I waited in the car while she went 
to the McDonald's to get like the kids some food. So I'm in the car and I see like there's a interaction happening between her and the cashier. And like my gut instinct was like, oh, I got to fucking go regulate, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what my dad would have done to chin check, you know, you you disrespecting his wife. So I go inside and she got the whole place like shut down. Like my mom ran the fuck out of whatever convo was starting. Mm -hmm. Nobody at McDonald's was talking like the customers was quiet. The McDonald's people was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We got extra burgers. <laughs> I came back a week later. They were still offering me shit. Wow. So I don't know what she did, but she rocked it. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling, but I could feel tension. Mm-hmm. Like some got handled here. So we get back in the car and my kids can't wait to tell me. They're like, yo, <laughs> grandma scary when she want to be scary. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I'm hyped as hell. And like my mom was being bashful because that's not, the rep she wants to give both the kids and to me, she wants to be very loving and all of that. Right. But I know she has that. Mm-hmm. And it hit me that like, yo, of course she has that. Like she's a incredibly capable woman. She's managed a successful career for 30 years, got promoted a ton of times. She's in leadership positions on top of that, just full transparency when he wants to be, my dad is an asshole. Right. And she handled that dude on a regular. <laughs> You know, so like, of course she can handle a fucking like interaction and defend herself. And it hit me that like, um, me being willing to do that, I think is the right instinct. And I Mm -hmm. should be able to do that. And if it becomes physical and it's a dude, I'll jump in because then that's not a a fair interaction. But when it's like words to words, Mm -hmm. I got to trust that the women in my life are capable of handling that first i'll mm-hmm. jump in if i feel like they lose it for some reason but i surround myself with capable women right who are more than capable of handling that convo so like that's what threw me off first like i i well i've heard him talk he does great speeches youtube is littered with inspirational videos of fucking <laughs> will talking to like theatric music and fucking whatever the hell it is that's supposed to wake me up and do a conquer the world. I get it. He could talk, you know, but nothing about Jada has ever given me the impression that she can't talk for herself. Uh, I promise you, if she's mad, you gonna hear it. Yeah. If she wants to say something. So that was what threw me off first. I'm like, I get the, the, the urge to go defend your woman, but I promise you if Jada wanted to say some shit, she would say some shit. Absolutely. Um, and then I I get the 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 wanting to snuff somebody, but like it's Chris Rock. Like they he, him and Jada the same size. Mm-hmm. Like they could shoot a fair one, real talk. And then if Chris is winning, you go throw Chris off. Right. You know, unless you unless literally what I said happened before, unless at 2016, when that went down, he went backstage afterward. He's like, yo, man, you my dude. You ain't supposed to be, like, throwing me under the fence like that. I get you was doing what you was doing for the show. But, yo, in the future, I didn't get nominated. Talk shit about me, not about my my wife. And if you do that again, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, and even I, if that got said, I would still only do that backstage. Yeah, I don't think that was a discussion that was had. But neither no? Of them, yeah, neither of them were at that 2026 or 2016 um, Oscars. So that yeah, was not fair. a discussion that was had, and I'm sure that 
I think they are peoples in a we work in the same building way. Right. They cordial. Yes. But I I don't get the sense. I mean, maybe word got back to Chris like, hey, you probably shouldn't have gone in on Jadel. I mean, at the time, right, I know right. that there was feedback uh, from it where people were just like, maybe don't go in on her like that or that seemed unnecessary or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's up to Chris to decide whether or not to do it. Um, uh, I, I know what you mean about the defending uh, defending women in your life and how you want to let them decide, let them feel that out first now that you've evolved in that way. Right. Um, but the flip side of that is something that I have written under under Jada, which is um, black women being protected publicly. Right. And that's the context. Like in particular, a week after this other chick spazzes out on the Williams sisters. Oh, it was so a like, week. It was a real like between that woman saying what she said about the Williams sisters and uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. Is that her name? The uh, woman who's up for Supreme Court justice. Word. Sitting literally her interview, like it's two days, it's two or three days of congressmen and and congresswomen being horrible to her and her having to keep that, you know, just questioning everything about her, trying to like, are you even worth being in this, yeah, she can do the job. Yes, absolutely. You know, having to keep a straight face during ridiculous questions and having to, at uh, at some point, what Ted Cruz asked her something and she, she just said Senator. And then she took a long pause and then a deep sigh and then responded. And, yeah. um, so much was in that pause and in that sigh, right. Of her having to just be like, how much, what can I say? You know, what can I do? And Cory Booker, you know, to his credit mm. was just like, Hey, enjoy this. Like, we're not going to let them steal our joy of this moment and all of that kind of thing. But it is very rare to see anyone like stick up for black women in a way where um, you're like, Hey, don't do that. It is unfortunately very rare to see it out of black men. Um, Fair. And so there is a part. Look, I don't, I never want to make a fuss. I don't want any sort of fuss or anything like that. I remember being on a train with a guy I was dating and there was some guy sitting down and he I guess he looked at me. I had on a pair of leggings or something, and I guess the guy looked at me in some way. I don't notice that shit. I'm not paying attention. But the dude that I'm with bucks up. And it's just like, hey, bro, what you looking at? And the guy's like, nothing, man. He's like, yeah, that's what, you know, like that is going back and forth. And I'm just like, what happened? You know, I don't know. I don't know it's me. Um, <laughs> like a dummy. Um and so then when I asked the dude I'm with, like, what was that about? And he was like, I ain't like the way he was looking at you, blah, blah, blah. And so for the most part, I was just like, huh, yeah, I don't like the way a lot of people look at me every day. And I just keep it moving. You didn't have to do that. But wow. I got to say, there was a part of me that was very happy that he said something. 
Not that I, anything would have happened, but there was a part of me I was just like, well, ain't that sweet? That right. someone thinks enough of me to be like, hey, quit looking, you know. Right. And that's, that's the nuance nice. of it. Yeah. yeah. But the other but- part of that is, is that is that for my benefit or is that for their ego? Right. Right. And, and that's kind of like the thing I've been what I was weighing with for years. Like I wasn't sure if like me jumping into a fight is like me being territorial about the women in my life. Like they're right. mine, you know, so like don't touch them versus um, we're a family. So don't disrespect us as a whole right. or her as herself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like those are different things. So like and I, I've kind of like figured that out and like I'm still learning it. But, like, essentially, like, now, like, um, if you disrespected my daughter, I would still jump in. She's 13. Right. Whereas uh, my sister's 21. I'm going to check in, but I feel confident she can handle that. Right. My wife, my mom, yo, you going to get bodied. Like, I'm going to watch her destroy you. Right, right. You know? Um, But I'm still here. So, like, if necessary, I'll jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, But, like, I get that side of it, too. Like, admittedly, it might depend on... What, what what's on the news cycle that week? You might catch these hands just because yo someone was like if someone said that shit, someone said something reckless to like my mom the day after Serena and Venus Williams um caught that you might have right. caught the hands. <laughs> and it, you know what I mean? You just you it's, it's the wrong day know. in the news cycle for you. Yeah, yeah. You like, really you don't know what you're walking into. You don't know and, what and you're walking into. Yeah, and that's kind of like what the situation is with Will too, like. Except that we all know he's been going through a wow year. Mm. Like, we were all aware. Like, yo, he's been through a lot. And he's trying to make his family work. um, Get okay with his self-image. Like, there's a lot that he's been juggling that we were all aware of. So, like, when he's walking up, like, I know in Chris's head, he's like, that wasn't that crazy of a joke. But he also knows... I might catch this right here. Like, <laughs> I, I don't wonder. Think it- I wonder, and I w- we'll get to that too. Like, just from a comedian point of view, like discussing what all of that looked like happening. To yeah, him. Um, like tight roping is interesting to me with that because, like, everyone assumes like as a comic, the the tight rope is like you saying the edgiest joke, meaning the most like you know uh crude thing or the Mm -hmm. the most boundary pushing thing but sometimes the boundaries way closer than you realize because of other dynamics so like that joke might not have been the craziest thing said that night in fact i know it wasn't Mm -hmm. like amy schumer has some wild shit it was a bunch of jokes that were far edgier but the person that they were making a joke about was in a different mental place so like the edge was a lot different yeah, there's you know? talk of that too. That's another point that um that wasn't even like the first joke of the night made about Will and Jada. Um yeah. that it was like the third uh joke of the night, but the other two did not come from people who 6 years prior had made a joke about them and that may have upset them. Um Yeah. It's also they, people Will couldn't smack. Also people Will couldn't smack. Um, that's true. So, um, so now, uh, do you want the Scientology theory now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is via a, a, a great text thread, um, written by Max Burns on, or Twitter thread written by Max Burns, uh, at the Max Burns. Um, so basically he says 
this tweet. The slap is much less interesting when you realize Will Smith almost certainly went through the Scientology courses that teach you to unapologetically use slaps and physical force to let a fellow Scientologist know that they've done something wrong. Okay. Oh. Now, you got to know a little bit about Scientology. First off, they're always, you know, looking for stars or whatever to help bankroll. There are a bunch of classes. They're teaching a bunch of things. That thread goes on to mention that Tom Cruise, who is arguably the world's most famous Scientologist, um, doesn't do the physical thing, but he tends to yell like he did on the set of Mission Impossible 27 or whatever, whichever one they were filming during COVID and he was yelling at people. <laughs> but um, but a way uh, to just kind of like prove that you're in charge or that someone has wronged you or something is to get physical or slap. It's like maybe part of their teachings. Um, now, the thing with that is Will and Jada have not officially said that they are Scientologists. Right. They've said that they've been, you know, people have talked to him and everything about it. Uh, Will has been quoted as saying that if they joined, his grandmother would turn over in her grave um, if if they were to become Scientologists. But they did open up a school called the New Village Leadership Academy in California. Okay that um, uses Scientology as like some of their source material for teaching the kids. Like L. Ron Hubbard's Dianetics, which is their Bible, basically, uh, is part of the coursework of this academy. So, I mean, maybe you're not a Scientologist. Maybe you are. No one's really sure. You're not 100% on that. They've said no, but they still are in the circles and and things of that nature. Um, So... It's kind of interesting then. It's called the tone scale in Scientology. It's like a tone scale um, to promote com- uh, compliance. In, okay. And so that it is possible that what he was doing was the Scientology thing of just like showing to the other Scientologists that Will has this under control. And so he slapped Chris partially to let other Scientologists know that Will is in charge. Will's got whatever it is that Chris was doing under control. Um, Mm. And it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I found it very fascinating that that could be a possibility um, because I've read a little bit about Scientology and I'm just like, yikes. And uh, yo, there's that there's, that is wild, but that is a very weird, wild thing to say when it could just be like will was just fed up and it was time to it was time to let chris know yo so like if you go to court over like smacking somebody could you be like i did that because of my religious beliefs like that's a valid defense i don't know if that is a valid defense because then it's like i need to see where in the religious beliefs you say this is Slap the shit okay. out this, and I, I, I might become a Scientologist like right now. Yeah, like, no, in front no, of all y'all, if I can the, slap people. But the thing is, uh, someone pointed out that that's usually meant for the peons, not for the higher ups. <laughs> so that maybe that is not what was happening with Will, but it is something that may happen within Scientology just to keep all the rank, the rank and file in place. 
Okay. Um, Yo, if you're a Scientologist and you're listening to the show. Oh, God, I uh, hope you're not. Please don't (laughs) shake them on us. Shoot shoot me a a DM. Let me know if I can slap you. Get in touch with Gastor. I want to know it. I want to hear from any of you. Um, Whatever it takes, baby. I'm trying to become industry, okay? Oh, no. Hit me up. Let me know if I can slap people. Mm-mm. I slap all types of people. I you know, I'm, I, I'm into I, it. I am, now, I am now upset that I even brought this to your attention. Um, Left hand, right hand, <laughs> front, backhand, whatever needs to be done. I'm going to be famous, and I oh, slap no. all the people. You, I slap. I, I, I keep a regular slap schedule. <laughs> okay. You know? Tuesday slap day, you know? I slap, I slap people that other people should have slapped. You know? will not do any. And here's the thing: you can say all these things because, like I said, you are seven feet tall. <laughs> so yeah, go on and talk all that slap shit you want to. We out here, gang, gang. Yeah. I don't believe in East New York scaring people. She no, said it's because of my size. Because nobody you know? knows that East New York is scary except for people in New York. Gang, gang. Okay. Yeah. But what, that's what I'm putting out there. You know, when I say East New York, every time I'm I'm like on a microphone, it's to let people think, oh, they all six feet, three hundred pounds. You know. <laughs> I'm putting that out there. They may be. (laughs) You know what I mean? Be shook, baby. We eat Uh, well out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been slap boxing my whole life. I ain't going to say I'm winning. I'm just saying you might catch a hand back. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) You know? I ain't going to sit here and act like I'm undefeated. I'm going to death catch a hand. I get it. But you're going to get a swing back. Okay? That's great. Come see me. The East New York way. All right. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Chris Rock and from that point of view. Right. OK. So here are the things that I have written under uh, Chris Rock. Uh, talk shit at, at the 2016 Oscars. Right. Right. Um, he he was doing an unsuccessful riff. Which is something I thought at the time, too. Um, OK. And was confirmed later. Um, he was uh, at work, <laughs> you know, when he got, he got, he was at work. So that's like, what are you going to do? Um, and he didn't press charges. Right, right. I'm with that. Yeah. I mean, why would you? I mean, the pressing oh, you, charges you, thing. You, yeah. That still feels like, look, that's a, a little black, much. You, a you black can, man. That's OD. A black man smacked another black man in front of a bunch of people. Right. But if you yeah. call the cops. That is a much bigger thing. Yeah. And I, I think we all know that. Like, it's We cold. know that. Yes. Yeah. There are people Yo, who are like, oh, it's assault. You should blah, blah. We don't need to. The way that. It is wow. But, uh, yeah. So, first, let's I, talk. Ooh, I have, I'm so, I love all this. Yeah. I just had this convo with my son. I think I spoke about it once on here. That, mm-hmm. like, uh, the one of the neighbors uh, was, uh, was dealing weed a couple years ago. And I explained to my son that, like. I didn't call the cops, even though there was like a danger dynamic while his mom was in front because uh, some of the people that came to buy. Right. I felt they were dangerous. But overall, my neighbor is fine. He's just dealing weed. Right. And I got my wife inside and my son. I didn't explain the nuance of what the guy was doing, but I explained mm-hmm. to my son that. My wife was in danger. She wasn't reading my signals. I just wanted her safe. And he kept asking, why didn't you call the cops? Mm. And I said, it's tough to explain. But in a nutshell, like while he's doing something illegal, I Mm. don't think what he's doing is bad. And if I call the cops, I'm now creating something that can become way worse than the penalty that he deserves for this moment. And I told them like, yo, 
put a check, put like a little like pin in it, and we'll talk about that in like three years when you're a little right. older to give you the nuance of it. But like er, for like three weeks, he was like, "Oh, my dad is a villain," you know, and he's like, <laughs> "My dad's friends with criminals." I'm like, "Yo, like you don't understand the nuance of it, like." Calling cops over because this dude's dealing weed to pay rent and Con Ed is a little crazy to me because they might take that shit to some other level. Right. Come in kicking in doors and shit. And it's, he's just a regular dude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get that fully. I'm glad that Chris, uh, not the same crime, obviously, but I'm I'm glad Chris saw it was just a moment. It was a small thing. Right. Don't get him right. We got like 10 black people in Hollywood, B. Like, you can't drop yeah, it down to we'll nine get, over this right, moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that, which is something I'm going to discuss in a second. But let's talk about um, the unsuccessful riff. Okay, yeah. 2016. Uh, <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. 2016, the joke was... Um, you know, they're talking about boycott the Oscars. Uh, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith says that she's going to boycott the Oscars. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith talking about boycotting the Oscars is, or boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Right. I wasn't invited. Right. That was the joke that he told in 2016. Yeah. So I know you thought it was funny. Yes. I thought it wasn't. Because of all the comparisons, he came up with Rihanna's panties. Okay. Like, ew. You know what I mean? Like, ew. I, as, as, a, as, as a person that I am, yeah, I feel like you could have come up with a, another analogy that would have worked. That wasn't, there are plenty of places that you have not been invited why was Rihanna's panties the one you went with? And I'm not, I don't want to necessarily just be like critiquing and nitpicking on the joke or anything like that. But I just remember the feeling I had was just like, ugh. and then I kept yeah. moving because that's what, that's, that's what you do. You just go, that's a little gross, but you know, um, but <laughs> I admittedly would, I agree with you. I wouldn't make the joke. And uh, today I would I would probably receive it your way. Admittedly, 2016. Um, not sure. that it's a long, long time ago, but right. I honestly would just laugh. I thought it was funny mm-hmm. um, at the time. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I don't know if I I would have read it that way at the time. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I guess I'm a better I, person now. Well, I think that's just me being a woman. I'm just like, why has it got to be Rihanna's panties? Yeah. Of all, of, there are plenty of places that you could have used. You know, fair, I, I, fair. Just in that way, you know, that would have been just would it, like. Would there have been another way for him to convey Rihanna without same panties? That you would have been like, that's still funny. You could have literally just said Rihanna's apartment. Yeah, that's fair. You, if that, if the whole thing is just like, here's a place that I'm trying to get into, but I'm not invited. Rihanna's right. apartment. How about bedroom? Even bedroom. I, right. I think like you still got a hint at the intimacy. Right. But I do think panties is a little gross. Panties is just like. Okay. Yeah. I'm with okay. you. Yeah. So I'm trying to find a line like, yeah. okay. Um, but, <laughs> and I'm going to say this, Chris Rock doesn't have the best history of talking about women. Fair. Fair. <laughs> so he's not, that's not really where he necessarily shines. Um, at, this speaking, is true. As a woman who has listened to a lot of Chris Rock, when he gets into it now, that's usually when I have a special on and I'm listening or watching, 
and he gets into that part of a set, that is when I get up and start cleaning the kitchen and it becomes background because <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that shit. Um, that's fine. You, and it's perfectly okay to pick and choose, but that's why I think Amen. You, you pick and choose what of the people that you, that's why I don't really throw around iconic and all that stuff. I've never been a Stan. Not everything that somebody does is always going to read with me. And if it does give it time, and they'll do something and it won't. I Everybody's a human. And from that, I pick what I need to from what they're doing. So with Chris Rock, um, race relations, yes, you know, all of that stuff. But when it comes to talking about women and relationships, no, thank you. Um, so, As I feel about like Chappelle with like uh, sexual identity. I feel like he's had a yeah. four run special that like the four of them would be perfect if he subtracted 15 minutes of each of them. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, so I, I get you. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. So, um, so there was that. So the riff then, um, and to me, when I say riff, I mean joke in this regard, right? The right. unsuccessful joke that he told off the cuff in the moment was, hey, Jada, love you. Can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. Right. The way he said it, I was like, oh, I don't think that was a joke joke. I think that was a riff. I think he said it in the moment. I think it was crowd work of, of a sort for people listening and unfamiliar with the term yeah. riffing and whatever. I think he just saw Jada, shaved head. She's in that dark green dress. Yeah. He thought G.I. Jane. Also, who is writing a GI? Who's writing down? Who is typing out a GI Jane joke in this Today. year of our Lord, twenty twenty two? Who's doing that? And more so, who's approving it? Who's approving <laughs> it? If you wrote that nonsense in that room, and Someone's then someone going, said, "Yeah, what? yeah, what? yeah," you don't want to be. That's not a good room. That's not a good room. That's it. So I think what happened was he had told a joke before that had something to do with Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz, who I didn't somehow didn't even realize they were together. Right, <laughs> so right. he told a joke about them as a married couple, which I didn't. Are they married anyway? So he told that joke. It didn't it didn't like bring the house down, but there's it's impossible to bring down the house at the you know what I mean? At right. the Oscars. That's an extremely tough crowd. It's not. That whole setup is nothing to do with comedy. So, at all. Yeah. At all. So he did it and then he saw Jada and then he went to a, he said that little joke. So to me, it is wild that he got smacked over some fucking crowd work. <laughs> like, no. And let me tell you something. I've been in a lot of green rooms with a lot of comics who are constantly riffing and they get on my fucking nerves and I've wanted to slap them. So on that, just on that, I see where Will was coming from. Just like, uh. <laughs> I'm not saying only do material. You can get gold out of, you know, the crowd, crowd work, work oh, yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, sometimes them riffs ain't what they, you think they, they cost are. You. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to cost you. So <laughs> They're going to cost you. And that's what, you know. see, this is like, there's a few things here. with The, the Chris part is what I found. The most fascinating. So, like, one, um, I don't think it was a diss. I think, to your point, it was a riff. Mm -hmm. It was observational mm -hmm. in that she looked like this character. That was mm -hmm. it. It wasn't a deep joke. It wasn't anything crazy. He yeah. knew that if I say this, they're going to cut to her. They're going to see a bald woman in green. And yes. they're going to get the reference. That's right. it. Right. Exactly. He wasn't thinking she has a condition. 
Um, yeah, none of I that, don't. Right? I don't think he was thinking of alopecia at all. I don't at think, all. I don't. I wasn't thinking about her alopecia. Look, Jada Pinkett Smith has been one of our short-haired queens for a yeah. minute. For a, I since, thought that was just a choice. I, yeah, I thought that was just her thing. That's part of the reason why I like her is that her hair is more often than not short. Yeah, I prefer her with short hair, which means I've seen her with short hair more than with long, and I'm like, oh, I like it when it's short. So yeah. I didn't think, and I think I knew that she had alopecia, but I don't, I didn't think of it in like a don't touch her because she don't talk about it because she has alopecia. Cause I, I know people with alopecia. You know what I mean? It's just like, I didn't, I don't think that Chris Rock was like, let me, let me get in on this alopecia shit. Cause it's not, honestly, it really was. She was striking in that green dress. So okay. that's kind of what I think there. Um, so it was an unsuccessful riff and he got popped for it. I mean, that is a shame, but that also can happen at many a, a club or bar. So <laughs> that's, that's the other thing is, um, uh, he, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes you, sometimes someone will want to come to the stage and, and pop you. And that is wild as a comic. You're just like, <laughs> don't do that. Please don't do that. But um, I don't know, man. Like you said, sometimes you, the bar is lower than you think. Yeah, yo, like folks it gets going to run up. You don't know what's going to happen, and like it, it, it happens. You, ha- I think, as a comic, you need to, you should have the freedom to say anything on stage. Let, sure. let me say that first as a comedian. Um, as a comedian, though, we we're a smaller community, but we need to also be aware that we have we can say anything, but there are repercussions to that. There are um, always repercussions. You have yeah. no idea how anyone will take anything at any point. Exactly. And like we've gotten comfortable with like someone talking to us after a show. Mm-hmm. And that's the ideal. That's what most people will do. But, you know, every now and then someone reacts in the room and every now and then someone does this. It's way less often. Right. But understand, like if you say some wild shit in the room, there are these are still people. You don't know what they came in with. You don't know what just happened to that person. Right. right. So you say some wild shit in the room. Anyone in that room can react, and that's just how it is. It shouldn't that shouldn't have been the reaction, mm-hmm. but be okay with the fact that it can be, right. and be prepared for it. Like it is yeah. what it is. You have to know that that's a real thing, and then from there make your decisions. Maybe you don't do crowd work yeah, if you maybe. ain't ready for that kind of energy. Yeah, you know? I don't. I try not to because I am. I'm a judgy McJudgerson. So I don't <laughs> trust that what's going to come out of my mouth is going to be a positive, nice, sweet thing. Right. If I'm trying to get laughter because I know what makes me laugh. And sometimes it's just mean shit. And so I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because that's probably mean. Yeah. And they won't and, know that. And no, uh, we don't know each other. So right. you don't know that I mean it in like a, a kind of loving a mean, way, loving or, way. Yeah. You don't, we don't know each other, man. You just in here trying to get your two drinks and laugh a little bit. Cause your girl wanted to cut you. Like we, you have no idea. I will say though, I don't know if people are documenting it more or if it's like a post COVID thing since COVID started, but I am seeing a few more examples, like stories of people coming up to the stage. I feel like people now are just yeah. like, they're more emboldened yeah yeah they're more emboldened so they are i'm seeing that happen more i haven't had it happen um you said that someone has come up rolled up to you on stage yeah that was years ago though this the Uh current era has happened and admittedly also a bigger person than me 
Mm. Uh, this was super early on uh, in my comedy, and it had nothing to do with me saying something disrespectful in terms of like I dissed them. It's just they felt disrespected because I was a new comic wasting any time. Like they just mm-hmm. thought I was bad, and that's fine. You know what I mean? And he just t- he came up to me, told me to oh, shut the fuck up, and tried to snatch the mic from me. This was on uh, on Fulton, across from like uh, the you know where the Applebee's and Food Town is in Fulton. It's yes. super New York right now. But yeah, yeah th- there was like a bar there that like it had open mics. My first year of comedy. Right. Oh, this is convenient. I went there. They had like a poet. They had a rapper. They had a singer. Okay. I'm over here slinging jokes, and the right. rapper was not entertained. And, oh. you know, Boo. it happened. Yeah. Right. And, like, I feel like I was right to tell jokes. They weren't great. And he mm-hmm. had the right to tell me, yo, you suck after I get off. Right. Admittedly, I didn't think it should have happened mid-show. Right. It shouldn't have been a square off. Right. You know? And I caught hands, you know? And the dude, the bar people took him off. They apologized to me. Mm-hmm. I swung a little, but I definitely, like, I ain't win that interaction. Right. You know? And then it was like, yo, you want to continue? I was like, you think I want more of this? Right. No, yeah, I'm good. No, uh-uh. I, yeah. I don't want to fix. I don't even know how to fix that dynamic. I was I was literally like eight months into comedy. That's you know? interesting. But I, I, but I knew from the second the dude was walking up, mm-hmm. I was going to like get involved with something. I, I wasn't trying to be funny right. on his way up. I didn't have those skills yet, A. But what mm-hmm. I did have was experience of being in Brooklyn and knowing when someone's approaching me in a menacing way. Right. So I like, I started squaring up from early, like four feet away. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, like, I know where this goes, you know? Right. You know, and he, I, I let him swing first because I ain't going to like swing because I was still like aware enough of like, I'm trying to do this thing here. Right. But admittedly, like in retrospect, I should have swung first because I knew very quickly this was going to be a swinging situation, you know? <laughs> and I would say it was like a three to one ratio of like hits. Like mm-hmm. he def got the lead on me and then it got split up. But like from very early on, I became very aware of like, oh, like they can react. And they and most times the better you get, that's never going to be the reaction. Right. But it's still possible. Yeah. Um, And also just in general, like, I mean, like, Shad, you've known me. You know, you've seen me, how I talk, mm-hmm. and you've seen videos of me from the past. Right. I I, I, I say shit every now and then that deserves yeah, yeah, to get yeah. slapped. Yeah, no, like, I'm aware. It, it tracks, yes. Yeah, I'm aware. Like, I, I, I occasionally push a button. I deserve a slap every now and then, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. You know, I, I give that off, but, I'm okay, but understand that I'm also going to defend myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with the fact that, oh, yeah, I deserve that. And I've, I, there's been times where, like, Growing up, I've I've gotten slapped by people that I love, mm-hmm. that I knew I deserved, and I would acknowledge it instantly. Mm. You know, like okay. it, it would it was like the right balance of slap, which I will admit, the will slap felt like that. Yeah, it didn't feel like a full on I'm gonna knock you out. It felt like a yo, come on, B, you know better. Right, and we're gonna you know? talk about that in just a sec too. I want to get to that. I have one last thing about uh, Chris Rock, and this is my wacky thing about the Chris Rock side much like my Scientology thing about Will right was that just before uh it happened Chris Rock turned to Denzel Washington and said you know let's give it up for Denzel he was you were great in uh the tragedy of Macbeth or he said Macbeth and there is a long-standing superstition about saying Macbeth in a theater 
referring okay. to the play, which is why that is bad luck. Um, do not say Macbeth if you're referring to the play. Do not say, you know, the play Macbeth in a theater uh, because something terrible will happen almost immediately. And in order to reverse the curse of it, as soon as you say it, you've got to go outside. You've got to run around the outside of the theater or something a number of times. And then you got to spit and then go back in. And that will reverse the curse. I did not know about this Macbeth curse, but for a lot. Yes, this is so serious with people who are theater kids, anyone who's worked in theater, anyone who's worked with Shakespeare. This is a long time thing. So when he said you were great in Macbeth, according to what I'm reading, a lot of people who are those kind of folks, theater people are just like, oh, no. And then immediately he got swung (laughs) on. (laughs) Yeah, that's fire. So there's that. And I mean, I'm not a theater kid, but I like how that that was intriguing to me as well. Just as intriguing as the Scientology (laughs) angle. Um, You know, whatever. Uh, Now, we've discussed if it was staged. It it was not staged. Um, Okay, this was my favorite part of the whole thing. Was the cookout chain of command that swooped in immediately. And squashed what needed to be like talk to separated folks and talk to people. So okay. as soon as as soon as that happened and he's back and he's yelling at Chris Rock, Chris Rock goes, he stumbles through the introduction, he stumbles through the presentation. But before they even he get to the intro uh present pre- presenting who the winner is, and they're running the nominees. Right. I saw a photograph of Will Smith still sitting next to Jada, holding hands in their seats. Um, Chris Rock is at the mic at the edge of the stage, but he's bending down and Denzel is on the floor talking to him. That's happening during the nominee part. So that is almost right after Denzel is up talking to Chris. Right. Afterwards, at the commercial break or some break, Denzel and... um, Tyler Perry have Will off to the side, away from his seats. They are talking to him. The elders have swooped in. Well, the elder and Tyler Perry have swooped in. (laughs) And they're talking to him. And then as Will's making his way back to his seat, Bradley Cooper stops him and Um. is talking to him, which I'm like, what is that about? But then I remember Bradley Cooper's from Philly. Basically, it happens... This shit happens at every cookout. This shit <laughs> happens at every cookout. And it's two uncles. They got beef. Oh, we yeah. don't know when it started. One of them's talking crazy. One of them's talking slick. The other one gets up, pops him in the mouth before more happens. Oh, yeah. The others come. They separate them. Hey, get your boy. Get your boy. Get your boy. I <laughs> separate them. They're talking to him. Meanwhile, I'm at the table with Lupita just going, ooh, something's happening. I don't know any of the details. I'm looking around. I'm still eating. I love so it. So that, that happened. And then, um, and then Denzel came and talked. There's like a video of all of this. And then Denzel came and talked to Jada. And I mean, like by then the show had started, but he's still on one knee talking to Jada, blah, blah, blah. So like there's, they came in, they, they kind of mushed, made it kind of quiet. Meanwhile, I think 
Diddy was the first person to come out right after it happened. And he was just like, hey, man, it's all good. It's all love. We're going to keep going. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody did their part. Every part of the blackness of that show <laughs> did their part to just be like, let's just be quiet. Let's come on. Let's chill. Let's come pull on. it together. Let's pull it together. Because, and I don't know if you realize this, this Oscars was produced by a black man for the first time. Oh, dope. I did not yeah. know that. Will Packer. And Will Packer, he got a partner, uh, another black person to help him produce the show, blah, 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 blah. Um, so this was kind of a, a Oh, stakes deal. are high. That, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So folks, like, just that fucking cookout chain of command, how everybody love came it. in and swooped in and did this and blah, blah, blah. No matter what the opinions were, although you figured that out later, yada, yada, you know, they came in and they were just like, hey, man chill chill uh chris you good like just don't don't i think denzel was probably saying don't antagonize like i don't yeah. know if you're gonna try and say something else but maybe don't right now and and that that's the other thing like i, I gotta get into like mm -hmm. in my heart of hearts there is not enough praise for the composure being shown by chris going around right now yeah, that's what I wrote down was that he was at work. And you can yo, see it on his face. That Oh, he, God. Like, that is a man to me that, like, I know in his heart, he's like, oh, I could body you right now. Like, mm -hmm. when, when Will starts cursing. Right. Like, as a comic, again, like, just in general. You're show, I have he's the showing mic, a weakness. He's showing and, literally yeah. his, his belly right then. Just being like, don't, oh, is that what your weakness is? And you just yeah. hit me? Like, you just gave me the ammo and permission to throw back. I know in his heart, in right. his 30, 40 years of performing in clubs, mm -hmm. that's, like, everything told him I have to, like, spaz on this dude and right. respond. And he held back because of the bigness Where of the were. moment. Yes. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I cannot uh, explain the, the, the respect I have for him as, like, uh, uh, a black man understanding what was at stake for uh, all of, uh, of the the black and BIPOC community in that moment in terms mm -hmm. of the, the the context you just put it in. Um, his professionalism and understanding what was at stake for his own professional career mm -hmm. um, and weighing that versus the instincts of a stand-up of like, yo, I'm right. supposed to like joke right now. You right. just gave me permission. And being frank, if we're going to shoot, like, you know, if we're going to, like, go at it right now, shooting the dozens, like, I'm winning. I got the mic, and this is my skill. I will demolish you. Yes, and absolutely. He, and he controlled it. Like, I, I, I'm i blown away by that composure. And mm -hmm. I can see it in his face that he, like, oh, I'm ready. Like, there was, a there was like, a split second of, like, right after Will curses the second time, uh -huh. where, like, I feel like Chris takes a deep breath of, like... I'm I ain't gonna, gonna let you it. have it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it, but you, you just know I got this. Like, it's ready. Um, but uh, yeah, like that like impressed me. And like there's a part of me that like I, I don't I wanna say this because I know I feel adamant about this. Mm -hmm. I don't wanna say this because I would like to continue to work. Right. But I'm gonna say it anyway, because okay. I'm not working anyway, you know? Yeah, this is what I hear it is. You. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> as a comic. I have high respect for the other arts. I do. I, mm -hmm. I appreciate a good movie. I appreciate great songs, all of those things. And each of those art forms 
comes uh, from people that have beautiful skills in different things. Mm -hmm. And I think that when it comes to being on stage, actors, because uh, the things they do on stage bring in more money, are held Mm -hmm. at a higher esteem than comedians. Yeah, that's fair to say. That's fair to say. Right? So, but the one caveat is, as good as they are, with exceptions, people like Denzel, um, for the most part, the things that I know most about them are them saying words that other people say. Right. And, <laughs> you know, no diss, but mm-hmm. it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. You are exceptionally good at bringing life to other people's thoughts. Right. Whereas we're good at sharing our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And... I'm not saying we're smarter because, again, they have brilliant people that do that. Mm -hmm. But in the moment, in like a spur of the moment dynamic, I'm going to bet on comedians better conveying their argument versus an actor. If we're like doing a spontaneous debate and with the added thing of being funny versus the other, we're going to win that all day. And I think there's a part of the acting community that despises award shows. Because they have to do it in order to continue to keep the allure that what they're doing is grand. Even though overall it's really silly. Like, hey, let's all get together. We're all super rich. Let's all vote on our own shit and give each other awards in front of people. Even Mm -hmm. though it's literally just them giving awards to themselves. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh Uh-huh. So let's have this ceremony where we do that and then invite a comedian to host it because that's what they do well and it'll be like a peek into our world for the very best of them and we won't pay them well anyway as like a final diss but they'll still take it that is why it is always it's been tough to find hosts for the oscars because they that's that industry they take themselves very seriously they're Mm -hmm. taking it it's a serious night it is that every year it's everything's leading to that night so they take it very seriously and comedians don't. We don't. Right? It's not. It's you, the nature it's of what not, we do. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. So the reason why it always seems like it's tough to get someone to do it is when you get a comedian, they kind of they're just like, all right, whatever, because they're not taking it as seriously. And so, but they you need them to be funny. So right. it's like, uh, I think the ones hosted by like, um, it's kind of like. Why the Billy Crystal ones did so well is because Billy Crystal is steeped in an old style of comedy and an old right. style of t- taking it seriously. So he's he was able to give it kind of the gravitas and also like the kind of needling where it's like it's not that bad kind of thing. Um, right. uh, whereas when Letterman did it, Letterman's like, what is this? This is goofy. And they were like, he hurt our feelings. So they never had him back. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Steve Martin also is started comedy, but became one of them. And, and you know what I mean? Like that is like uh, that works well. Chris Rock, I'm always surprised sometimes when they pick him because I'm like, well, he's going to say some shit that y'all aren't going to like. He does it every yeah. time and y'all are going to be upset and like be OK Don't, with that. You know, exactly. Like, so so then this year, I think they split the difference by getting two comedians, but then one actress who is just very good at being funny. But right. I hadn't even watched the show all the way to see if they were any good, which is probably best because I'm sure I have views that nobody wants to hear about there. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, like I feel like with when these awards show happen, they're aware that like we're gonna get we're gonna get like you know needled a little bit, mm-hmm. and we can't respond. Right, and we have to pretend that we're okay with it when in reality it hurts because yes. they're not us, right? They're not okay with, um, need, like you know, like you mentioned, the green room. Even it bothers us sometimes, but for the most part, we have an understanding of like, yo, we can rib each other. That's kind of like our community, but we yeah. we're okay with that. Comedians bring that to live shows. The audience is usually okay with that because they paid to come in. But that's mm-hmm. this is one of the few rooms where that's not the case. They came to get an award after years of hard work. And this right. guy's fucking cracking jokes about <laughs> right. their craft. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not exactly. So, like, for the first time ever, someone finally said, Yo, I'm not taking this shit. Right. And I and, and that that's part of the energy I felt in the room. Cause like Will went and slapped this dude. Nobody came and was like, yo, Chris, you good? Like, yeah. no, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's yeah. a lot of industry people that, like, in any other space, if you would have said, yo, uh, Chris Rock got assaulted. Yo, a, a member of entertainment got, like, slapped. Mm-hmm. In any other space of the profession, I'd like to think that people would be like, yo, that's crazy. But right. the the people in that room who are incredibly uh, left-leaning publicly, liberal publicly, they mm-hmm. seem to be okay with this one assault. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, mm, I don't, it's, whew. So, like, so, yeah, like, it felt like, it was like, yo, like, we don't like people getting hit, but, like, you've been disrespecting our profession for years. Right. You know what I mean? I'm glad somebody put so, you in your place. I also want to take this moment for the comedians, because I only recently, like, just today, got on Facebook, and I'm seeing some comedians respond and you would you would think that somebody just rang the alarm for folks to bum rush stages all over the all over this great land, <laughs> and now now comedians it's 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 giving people carte blanche to to just run up on us and hit us and smack us and all this other no. kind of stuff. And I'm like, hey man, I mean I guess that depends on your material. Some people I'm seeing worrying about it. I was like, you don't have anything that makes you stand out on stage enough for anybody to run up and <laughs> like they could run up and you could still be standing there and they'd be looking for you. You're that boring. You're going to be all right. Um, other people I'm like, well, haven't you been around enough? Uh, like, did you, were you born a comedian? Are you unaware of, like you said, how it feels when someone is coming up to you and you know what that feels like or yeah. you know how to, and maybe not, maybe it's, you know, I, Look, I, I think I, everybody should get slapped first of all okay well that's I, I think rough. like in life like i'm not saying like always but right. like you should know what it's like to be slapped and ideally for saying something wrong just right. to like know oh this is a possible repercussion mm-hmm. I, I think that's it, it, it's a vital thing for like it, it, it reminds it's like the adult version of like yo don't touch the stove you know <laughs> right like at some point you need to you need to know like you're not everybody's just gonna talk to you like this is a real repercussion this is a thing this is a thing that could happen Um, so like yeah like there's too many comics that like have grown up in spaces where that wasn't a real thing and this is the first time like they're they're acknowledging like there's a fear here like yo you you've been feeling real comfortable on stage that stage is only one foot up (laughs) you know like there's nothing stopping it especially if you're young if you started out really young 
and you are like, what? But I'm like, hey, man, I started at 37. I know what it's like to have people run up on you, run some bullshit. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, I'm already Deserve a person. Not, but like, you can yeah. see it. That's why I, I get exhausted by constant riffing because I'm an actual person back there. I'm not only a comedian. So when you're constantly on and I'm just like, hey, man, have a seat. Drink some water. Calm water, down. Chill. Take Nobody's recording back here. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know, no one from HBO is back here in this green room. Like, you can relax. <laughs> you don't have to be that way. But there's something. Um, anywho, we've been talking about this for almost an hour and a half. And so I feel like <laughs> I'm. Uh, there is so much. Uh, but I think we... Um, covered basically everything oh the beyonce thing beyonce yes. i saw in a tweet beyonce has been uh where will smith smacked um chris rock right okay he also was there when kanye bum rushed the stage and said some shit about uh interrupted taylor swift right she was there okay. for that she was there when little mama fucking jumped up on the stage because she was caught up in the emotion of empire state of mind or whatever so when jay-z and um, Alicia Keys were performing the song at like a MTV awards type thing. They're performing the song. Lil Mama hopped up on stage with them and just started dancing and posing up with them. Like oh, she yeah. was part of the song. And that's a great picture, actually. If anyone can, if anyone would like to look up the picture of Alicia Keys, Lil Mama, and Jay-Z on stage, Jay-Z is <laughs> he's so mad but he can't do anything and little mama she was just like i don't know i was just caught up in the moment and i was just like where was security <laughs> where was little mama that she could hop up on the stage like cause she came from the side like from the audience i don't know it was a lot but so really the key is um beyonce let's you know i'm not sure if she was at the la la land um moonlight fiasco thing but i feel like she was now oh yeah i feel like maybe she's the one when she's at your award show something something wild's gonna happen i, I mean again, she was at last year's grammys and that seemed to be okay oh <laughs> 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 no it's hard to say really but she's been in some you know she was in the elevator with Daisy and her sister so you Word. know she's been in some notable spots yeah <laughs> you're right it has gone or, down or, every time kanye goes nuts she around there, you she, know what I mean? Taylor there. Swift. Yo. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I'm not saying I'm just saying, please don't come after me, Beyonce fan. Nah, I'm, I mean, I'm if, trying it's to a superpower. Credit. I don't need you to mess me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anything, like this is what I learned. Like one, uh, black entertainment undefeated. You know? <laughs> Say what you will. Nobody watches the Oscars unless we doing shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Period. You know, we made that shit exciting. Do you know any, after Oscars, like, I never talked about that shit the next day. <laughs> but I've been talking about this shit. It's, it's four days later. This yeah. shit is, there's like think pieces. There's going to be so theses many. about, like, someone's going to write a PhD thesis on a slap. I promise you. These Chalet was done the research. <laughs> all of these notes. I didn't even get into all of the, because we don't have time. It's unnecessary. You can go out there, <laughs> get on Twitter. You'll see it yourself. It's too much, but then it's also kind of fascinating to see people kind of struggle with it. My, I, basically, the way I look at the whole thing is what my my reaction to the whole thing, reading all of the stuff and, and weighing everything and having these discussions about the 
gajillion nuances and, and all that kind of thing is I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> Shit. just like, what? You know, it's just a bunch of noises like that. Like when it happens, I'm just like, Ooh, <laughs> that's, all. <laughs> that's all I got. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I enjoyed so much about it though. Like, um, a, uh, I, I, I enjoyed the power of Twitter a mm. lot that night. Um, yeah. my, I this mean, is how powerful Twitter is. I found out from tweets mm-hmm. that it was happening. My wife isn't on Twitter. And after mm-hmm. me reading tweets, mm-hmm. we had to start watching it. That's how crazy Twitter is. Like it made someone that isn't on Twitter. Right figure out what the fuck is going on we got to be a part of it and then she, she let me read tweets to her the rest of the night that's great like there that's, was a lot there was a lot going on like i, I had was to sending give her the tweets takes. to my sister on because she doesn't have twitter either and i was like well black twitter's going crazy she's like how do i even find it do i just google black twitter i was like no nah, i'll send you stuff i'll i'll send you tweets you can you can see them <laughs> i'll send you screenshots but yeah there's no there's no room you can go into yeah, nah, say the there. vortex yeah yeah <laughs> oh man uh we gotta do that too we got at some point um i want to create like a when we do like a mailing list, like when you sign up and like, you know how like a lot of like websites be like, yo, you get this free gift. Uh-huh. I want our mailing list gift to be a PDF of how to find black Twitter. I want there to be like instructions. <laughs> I think that's fire. Oh, no. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, learned, I learned the power of Twitter. Um, uh-huh. uh, Will Smith, you know, uh, star power, undeniable. You know what uh-huh. I mean? You slap somebody so hard that we stop complaining about gas prices. Like that shit is powerful. Nobody's talked what? about this price. We haven't talked about gas prices today. We didn't even talk about how President Trump on January 6th was using burner phones for eight hours. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, so I usually put like some of y'all know already. We get a, a list of articles together. Mm-hmm. I posted the list. But oh, like in the email, yo, I sent the email to Sal. I was like, yo, real talk. We could just talk Will Smith one, Will Smith's hands two, Chris Rock's <laughs> cheek three. <laughs> I had oh like goodness. no intention of covering this. If you sent this articles this week, I appreciate you, but it was not happening. Like it, there was just no way. I, I couldn't I couldn't justify it. You know what it I mean? Was, I knew this. Too much. It was too much. There's stuff. We'll cover stuff. We still got a bonus episode. We'll talk about <laughs> two things and then that's it. Oh, Lord. This literally is a bonus episode that somehow Freaky Friday with a normal episode. <laughs> oh, man. With all that said, <laughs> I don't even know how to start them anymore. Okay. If you oh, would like, goodness. if you would like, let me see here. Oh, I know. If okay. you would like, to know my opinions on the fashion of the Oscars because I didn't even get into that. Oh, please rate us. Please like and rate us <laughs> on all the things. There you go. <laughs> Spotify, Apple listeners, please rate us four stars. You know what I mean? You like the, the the fashion you saw, but yeah. you don't think I could pull off? You know the 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 semi like legless leg out look mm. that a lot of Here's people was doing. If four stars. You think um, Gastor probably should just wear a traditional tux when he goes to the Oscars, right? It's fine. 
five stars, you think he should either do a bright red suit. Ooh, like, I like the that. fella from um oh what was what's the Marvel guy? Um the uh I think he's Chinese, Sim- Simu Lee. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Anywho, he wore a bright a bright red um suit. And then for the after parties, he took the shirt off, which was a popular thing. A lot of people with no shirts or, you know, Timothy Talache or whatever his name is. He came in in a lace thing with no shirt. Um, Or you think maybe Gastor could do the dark purple oxblood shorts leggings thing that Wesley Snipes did. He's got a lot. There are many things that Gastor could do. And you think that he's got the ability to pull them off. That's five stars. Real Four talk. stars, you want him in a boring old tux. Nah, be you got to see my calves. It's crazy. We've it's been real. trying to see his calves for years. You know what? I I, I keep saying it. I'm going to start a calves only fan. Like, real <laughs> oh, talk. God. That's how we're going to fund this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> With all that said, okay, my name is the highly smackable, but please don't try it. Because <laughs> I will slap back Gastro Almonte. <laughs> <laughs> with the constantly avoiding being highly smackable <laughs> but she will also slap back so oh i absolutely will i have a lot of violence in me my mm-hmm. hands shake all the time wanting to hit people so you yes catch all these hands all kinds of hands that's it <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very specific edition <laughs> <laughs> The one topic edition of the War Report (laughs) is borderline an essay at this point, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoyed it and we're so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) If you were here for any other news, my bad. But catch y'all next time. (laughs) Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.